The grain growers of Canada are leading a climate solutions initiative to help meet Canada's ambitious goal of net zero emissions by 2050. To find out more, Glenda Lee Allen-Wasser talked with Brandon Leslie, the GGC's Manager of Policy and Government Relations. Now, Brandon, Grain Growers of Canada is leading the Road to 2050 Net Zero Emissions Initiative. Take us through this. What is this all about? This all started uh, back in November. Uh, Our board of directors was meeting uh, in Calgary during that brief period when we had a little bit of normalcy. Just post-election, and it became, uh, I think, more abundantly clear to our our farmer directors that, you know, this was a space uh, in which um, our our farmers need to be a little bit more of a leading voice on. I think we're all extremely proud uh, of our record of sustainability at the farm level, and farmers, you know, know better than anybody, as well as many rural Canadians. Uh, They recognize and they see what happens on the ground. Um, But at the end of the day, uh, governments uh, at the behest of Canadians, as per how they voted, are, are moving forward with environmental policies that are going to impact farmers. You know, at the end of the day, there are there are agricultural uh, emissions that, that do take place. And, uh, you know, I think it's balanced with uh, the, the food that we grow for Canadians and around the world. But at the end of the day, a lot of these policies that, that are uh, drafted and, and uh, sent out from Ottawa really don't have that same level of understanding of what actually happens at the farm gate. So uh, our farmer directors uh, decided that, well, we need to start making a move on this. And uh, in terms of, of net zero emissions, uh, the, the net zero term has, has been around for a little while, uh, and it's about 120 countries around the world have, have agreed to uh, achieve or seek to achieve uh, net zero emissions by, by 2050, and Canada is one of them, as well as every other G7 nation. And in terms of, of, of Canada, uh, last summer, just before uh, the House rose in the election last fall, uh, the, the government passed a bill called the Canadian Net Zero Emissions Accountability Act, uh, which outlines uh, the requirements the government has to take, which include uh, developing a plan of how they're going to reduce emissions for the next five years. In this case, it will be targeting 2030, a reduction of 40% of emissions and a number of re- reporting requirements and uh, tabling of documents in Parliament to, to seek whether or not they're actually achieving their objectives. So, with that said, it's, it's pretty clear that um, the government is going to be moving forward. There is uh, absolutely going to be an aspect uh, as it relates to agriculture in this. So the, the, uh, the language surrounding the road to 2050 is very much meant to line up with the government's objectives of uh, achieving net zero emissions by 2050, but with a real emphasis on having farmer voices at the table. You know, far too often, I think we, we, uh, we, we get taken for granted a little bit, and, and folks like myself are, are here at Ottawa working to try to get the government to understand what happens at the farm and, and what those policies coming out of Ottawa can mean for farmers. Um, but I think it's really vital that we be speaking the language of government uh, in, in terms of trying to, try to move the needle. And, and more importantly, uh, as, as I'll get into here, this project is really meant to, uh, to engage with government and provide recommendations of what those policies and programs that you know, we know are going to be coming how we can actually tailor them so that they can be uh, beneficial to farmers, whether it be financially or even just practical to farmers. You know, I think there's a that lack of education of what happens on the farm. Um, it, it just it it's not not available in Ottawa, and so there's an element of that. But you know, in a, in a big picture nutshell, uh, that's where it kind of started, and and where we got to today was the announcement of of that commitment of the start of the process. So you know, this is going to be several months of work ahead of us here, but. Uh, it, it did take quite a bit of work uh, to get to this point uh, to make sure all our, our farmer members were 
were uh, understanding of, of why we were going about this because it's uh, it's not a space we've occupied before, although a lot of other sectors have, but uh, a pretty big announcement for the Grand Growers of Canada. So take us through the process. The immediate next steps is we're going to kind of start to uh, continue, I would say, uh, reaching out to potential partners. So there's there's farm organizations uh, out there, and so one of which is Saskatchewan uh, Wheat Development Commission as kind of our first partner. Uh, they're not a member of the Grain Growers, so it's great to have them uh, lined up with us uh, as part of this announcement. But there's a lot of other uh, commodity organizations, uh, kind of think tanks or even, you know, agricultural colleges out there that are doing a lot of work uh, on the ground in this space in terms of emission emission reductions and sustainability initiatives. So uh, there's a lot of knowledge out there. So I think one of the first steps of the project um, will be trying to identify where we're at, um, knowing where we need to go, and then developing the process of how we think we can best achieve that. And so we're going to be releasing a request for proposal to have a consultant, an agricultural environmental type consultant, uh, author the report, uh, which will be, you know, is intended to be rather data driven and, and substantial. You know, we're not, we're not just hoping to write two pages and say, government, go do this. Uh, we want it to be data driven. That's, that's what governments often demand and, and rightfully so. So there's going to be quite a bit of legwork that goes into this, but in terms of engagement with farmers, you know, they're well represented on our board of directors uh, via all of the member organizations in, in the various provinces. Uh, but we also have a lot of experts within a lot of these organizations. So we're going to be striking an, an expert advisory committee uh, to work with the consultant to make sure that there is that uh, on-the-ground understanding of what will work for farmers uh, from an agronomy perspective, what will work for farmers from an economic perspective, and liaising with our sustainability committee um, throughout the process. So there's going to be a lot of uh, farmer involvement through, through the representative groups to make sure that you know this path uh, of road to 2050 isn't isn't veering off in a direction that doesn't make sense for farmers. Uh, as since it's the the whole point is to make sure that farmer voices are at the forefront here and and leading this conversation about emission reductions, not just being told what to do. We're already hearing the government talk a lot about concern over fertilizer emissions. Fertilizer emissions are a challenge, but, you know, I think a big piece of this conversation that we're going to be having on the road to 2050 involves innovation. You know, over the past 30 years, farming has changed so immensely, uh, both in terms of economic, uh, you know, yield productivity uh, and in terms of sustainability measures. You know, all the, all the work that farmers have done uh, to adopt no-till practices, for example, uh, buffer strips or carrying areas. There's a lot of work that's been happening on farm for, for decades that hasn't been recognized. Uh, and so, you know, an element of that is, is recognition, but also an element of how we got there. You know, when we look at yield increases, especially at a time right now when we're seeing, uh, you know, global food insecurity at a level we haven't seen in generations, uh, we had short carryover stocks of a, of a number of commodities. And now with the, you know, the devastating war in Ukraine, uh, we have supply chain disruptions, shortages. There, there's a real worry out there. And so now's not the time for Canada to, to be backing down on the amount we're producing. And so we'll certainly be relaying that message uh, to government in terms of fertilizer uh, emission reductions that, that we need to be a, a global superpower. But, you know, we believe we, we can do both. We Farmers have for, law, for, for years now been adopting the 4R nutrient stewardship management practices uh, that, that are uh, reduce the number of emissions while making sure that we're practically applying in a precise manner the right inputs at the right time. Uh, at the right place at the right rate. Anybody that's looked at their fertilizer bill this year, they know they want to be judicious in how they're applying that fertilizer. It's, but it's also critical to the success of, of the crop that year. So it's trying to strike that balance. So I think, again, that's, you know, when, when government says, oh, well, we should just we should just reduce emissions. Well, 
you need to talk with farmers about that. And I think that that's why it'll certainly be a part of the road to 2050. You know, that is a, one of the greenhouse gas emissions that will certainly be part of the conversation. But there needs to be that level of education and understanding from a farmer perspective of, again, what makes sense uh, economically and environmentally on farm. We want to be, on the, as I say, on the leading edge of this conversation uh, surrounding net zero emissions. There's a lot of work of, of how we're going to get there, but we know that farmers have a lot of these answers or, you know, darn good suggestions to start with, and, and we can work with that. And it's, it's either that or kind of just being told what to do by government. And I think I, I, think I know which, which option farmers would prefer. I've been talking with Brandon Leslie. Brandon is the manager of policy and government relations with Grain Growers of Canada. For Golden West, I'm Glendale Allen Vossler. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.